0: hey what's up everybody it's your girl dj Sharp danger and it's
1: your boy dj big bopper
0: and you are back with another episode of wave, wave of, the of the planet, planet. it has uh oh, i don't know about you but it's been a long week and weekend for me uh, how how's your week, Bob?
1: Uh mine was pretty exhausting. I went down and I uh saw my parents. Uh so I went home. So that's like a four hour drive in itself. And then I stopped in college station, went back to Houston, went back to college station, went back to Houston, and then I came back here. So
0: So you were an everywhere man this weekend?
1: Yeah. I I put about like I don't know, twelve hundred miles on my car alone, and that's not including the extra four hundred I was with my parents driving around. So I'm pretty tired. I'm pretty exhausted, but I got back in town like midnight last, or I guess technically this like Monday morning. <laughs> so I got in the midnight and I immediately had to get up. I had to work at 7, th- or I had to get up at 7.30 to get to work. And then I had school and I'm just kind of exhausted. I'm ready for the weekend because I'm not doing anything this weekend. I'm just going to sleep. <laughs> so I feel that. What about you, girl? How'd, how was your weekend?
0: Oh, Bob, as you know um my weekend was horrible uh Friday fr- last Friday I like I came to work but I wasn't feeling super good so I was like I was like I'm gonna go home I went home I like took a little bitty of a nap and then I was like okay it's time to get up to go uh to work I have two jobs I work one on the weekends uh but I've been filling in all last week and all this week so um you know I got six jobs. I don't get tired, (laughs) evidently. Um, But so I'm on my way to work. And, I mean, if you're a Steubenville local, then you know what I'm talking about. Basically, I'm on the loop um, and driving. And it's about 345. I had to work at 4. It's about 345. That's about the time that uh, people are getting out of school and everything. Mm. So I'm on the loop and, like, I'm I'm driving. And there's a part where you can leave Steubenville High School and you can turn... The loop is like two-way or well, three lanes, but a middle lane to where you can turn. Yeah, turning lane. Yeah, and so um, I'm in the right-hand lane going straight. This kid, and I say kid. I'll explain in a sec. This kid. So old. <laughs> leaving. <laughs> he's leaving the high school, and he's turning left. So if I'm in the right lane and he's turning left, he's going to have to not just drive through my lane, but through my lane through the turning lane to get into his lane, which is on the left. Um, I don't know why he thought he could make it, but he did not. He, like, pulled up, because, like, cars are going and everything, and it's one of those things that, like, I have the right of way, mm-hmm. and then, like, when you've got time, you can go. Whatever. A car went. Fine, they had time. He, like, pulled up and started to go. Then he, like, hit his brakes. Then he went. So... Um, as soon as I saw him go, I was like, oh no, this is not going to be good. So I like slam on my brakes and I'm like, uh, you know, like, let's not go this fast. Like I'm going to try and like get at least some type of, you know, whatever. Like I-, I knew, I knew we were about to get into an accident. And so, um, I like stopped. I, I didn't get the stop actually. I like put on my brakes and, um. As soon as, like, I just knew it was going to happen. So, we, like, T-boned. And, um, so, like, I T-boned him. I T-boned his front passenger side. and Or, no, sorry, front driver's side. His left side, because we collided on both Mm -hmm. of our lefts, because he was crossing my lane. And so, but, like, the thing is, like, my car stopped, like, from hitting. Like, my airbags didn't deploy, thank God. But, like, my car, like, dead stopped. He, his truck kept going. So he dragged me into the center lane. And I'm like, you know, like, there's people behind me. And so, like, like, we're lucky it wasn't a pileup or anything. But, like, so that happened. And then, I don't know, there's just, like, stuff with the insurance. Now, like, I'm 100% not at fault. But, you know, they have to deem it their fault. And then I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a rental or not. And then, like. Well, your insurance company should cover the rental. Yeah, they might. Or. Or I'll get one and then have them reimburse me, but I can't physically go get one. Yeah, you have to I'm, be
1: how old do you have? I to think be? it's like
0: twenty four, twenty five. Hey. So I can't get a rental right it's now. Okay,
1: we can pull it out in my name. Be all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. So it really it really stinks. I'm just like in a very like uneasy position. I don't mm. like not knowing what's going on. I, like, I am very much a person who, I don't want to say likes control, but I don't like it when certain things are out of my control, and, like, you just gotta think, like, also I'm kind of, like, back in that, like, teenage mindset of, like, not being able to do what I want when I want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not being able, like, if I wanted to, mom, like- Mom, can you take me on a date? I gotta go exactly. drop me, you gotta go pick up
1: my date and drop me off at the movies, mom. Like,
0: I couldn't <laughs> drive myself to work this morning. I, I like I have to get rides all week and it stinks. And so I don't know. It's like there's not I there's nothing I can do right now. I can't stress or anything. Like I'm hoping that uh, they will call me and let me know what we're going to do as far as like I'm hoping they'll inspect my car today, tell me if they're either going to total it or fix it. I want them to fix it because <laughs> it's my car. It's drivable. Like yeah. I was going to get a new, I was literally just talking about it on the podcast last week too. And I
1: told her it's it's karma.
0: Like, but I didn't do anything wrong. I want
1: a new car. Uh...
0: No, I said I'm getting a new car in November, but I'm not even going to get a new car. My car is not worth anything. (laughs) And so I might get like, I might get a little chunk of money, but like I, I'm almost financially ready to get a car. That's why I was going to wait nine months from now. So it's like, whatever. I'm getting there. I'm feeling whatever. Not to mention I spent the night in the ER because, um. I had, like, when I left the scene, I went to work that night. I was only working from 4 to 8, and the job is, like, super low mobility. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to do a super whole lot as far as, like, lifting and things. And so it's, um so I went to work, and I felt fine. I got there. I was a little bit late. I got there a little, like, a little after 5. Um About 7, I started feeling really, really fuzzy, and my back started to hurt. And then, like, by seven fifteen, I, like, couldn't. Handle it. So like my roommate came and sat with me to like make sure I didn't like pass out. Mm. And then um, when I get all, got off work, I went to the ER. Spent all night in the ER, pretty much. We didn't get home till like one or a little bit after.
1: What did they tell you there?
0: They just told me that um, nothing looked, nothing was broken. Everything looks okay. I'm just gonna be in some pain for the next couple of days. They told me day four was gonna be the worst. Day four is today. So, I'm really feeling it. Today's my longest day, too, because, like, I'll get off at 5, and then I have to go to my other job till 8, and then it's like, I have to get my roommate to pick me up from here. And so, I don't know, I just feel like, it just, like, puts me in a different mindset. It puts me back in like, teenage mindset again, and I hate it. But it's like, whatever, you know, there's nothing I can do about it, so.
1: Yeah. Well, luckily, we still got, what, we got Lyft and TaxiVille, if it really came down to that. Yeah,
0: and honestly, like... It could have been a lot worse. Like if I hadn't, if I like, for real, if I hadn't have slowed down, mm-hmm. I'd be through. I, my head would have gone through my windshield. I had my seatbelt on, but like, just the like.
1: Well, then hopefully, like you said, the um, you said the uh, airbags didn't deploy. Well, mm-hmm. if that would have happened. Hopefully, it would have deployed.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Like I don't know. It could have. It really could have been a lot worse. It's just like I'm like out of control of the situation, yeah. there's nothing that I can, it's like you get used to certain things, yeah. like, I was so used to like, having that independence and that freedom for myself, and now it's like
1: ugh. Well, see, one good thing is, as you said that the airbags didn't deploy, so I mean that is a higher chance that they're able, they're gonna be able to fix it maybe?
0: Yeah, and I also, because really, the only, well, have I shown you a picture? I'll show you a picture sorry, you guys don't get to see a picture, but basically um, the bumpers on, like, my bumper's hanging off Mm. but the right side of my car is fine. Okay. I mean, they'll have to replace the well, bumper anyways, and my hood, actually. Well,
1: see, I, I haven't been I haven't been here all weekend, so I didn't even know this happened until this yeah. Like so.
0: So, like, oh, okay, the well. right side is crushed. Like, there's no light in there, but you see this tank? That's where my, like, windshield wiper fluid is. It wasn't leaking, so that tank is fine. I don't think it, like, hit my engine. They
1: might be able to, like, just slap a light in there, and it just looks... It just looked like, you know, a beater for a little bit, but. I mean, as long I, as it gets you to point A I to think, point B, right?
0: I think that they'll just replace, like, my bumper and then, like, straighten out my hood. Yeah, and that'll right. be fine. Like, it looks I,
1: pretty doable. Like I said, yeah. they just need to get another headline in there.
0: And my car wasn't in bad condition before. So, like, I mean, it, you know. Well, it was as fine long as, as there's no chassis damage. One. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So, I mean, that's what. Actually, as soon as we get done here, I'm going to check my claim and see what's going on with that. But, you know. That was my weekend, <laughs> wasn't? Um, it could have been a lot worse. I'm very thankful that it wasn't. So, oh, actually,
1: um, you know, I did actually forget one thing because hmm. I, I mentioned I met, I went to, uh, I went to the Halo Bar in Bryan, Texas. Yeah. Uh, one of my brothers was working there, and he was. They had a drag show going on, so I ended up going to the drag show, see him there, and hey. watch that. And that was, you know, that was my first like drag show that wasn't at Tarleton. Yeah. I should say, like, kind of, like, out there by myself kind of deal. And, you know, it was, it was really fun. It was, really, I mean, it was extremely entertaining.
0: So as a, as a person who, like, because I, I watched Drag Race, how did you, like, you know, start watching Drag Race? No.
1: No. No. I, it's not, it's just, I mean.
0: It's entertaining though, right? Yeah, it was
1: entertaining, but it's not something I'd go out of my way to watch. See, you know, if, if, <laughs>
0: You're like, "No, I wouldn't. Well, You know what? Maybe." Told me, "Okay, you the, the only reason I
1: the, well, the only reason I did is is cuz my brother, I was going to support him. So I mean, like I wouldn't go out of my way to watch like just any random drag show, but if he was in one and he was like, "Hey, this this is where I'm at." Yeah, I'd, sure, I'd go cheer him on, you know?
0: Well, you're mighty supportive, and I bet he really appreciates that.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know. He he came out openly like three or six months ago. I want to say congratulations. And, uh, so I'm proud of him. He he looks he seems really happy. He looked real good. Like yeah, it was like at first I saw him I was like yo that ain't him. I was like no is that him is that him?
0: Oh, wait, because <laughs> he was he's a drag queen, right? Yeah. Oh, Okay. So I'm saying yeah. So I was
1: like I was like I, I cannot tell if that is him or not. And finally, rounded up, it was him. So I was like oh, okay, this is cool.
0: Uh it was, it was
1: a it was, a, it was an interesting atmosphere for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it's not for everyone but I definitely think that it's like entertainment for Oh sure. yeah, no it was
1: extremely entertaining and I was I think there was only one other straight guy there <laughs> and we definitely got called out. Yeah. Several, and they lo- probably could tell. But luckily, <laughs> luckily I <laughs> was by my or I didn't have like a big group there. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was just like hiding off the side while he was getting pushed up on stage by all his friends and i was like ah sucks to be you i was like man i would hate to be up there just in front of everybody oh man it was scary i mean it was cool but man i was kind of was kind of spoopy
0: (laughs) kind of spoopy well it's cool i'm glad that you had like a, a cool time and like it's it's you know it's something for people who are Open to yeah. new experiences and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's extremely entertaining, and I, let me tell you what their their clubs, their music, all they play are bangers. It's yes, fantastic. You so want to actually go, go to. dancing? Like, um, their clubs are the best. Oh my god,
0: they're so much fun to go to. One of my um, my old roommate, I I had planned to go see her for spring break. It's still kind of my plan now, but um, we were gonna go um to there's she said there's this place there in in longview called rainbow and she delivered into there once mm. with jimmy john's and she said dude it looked just like so much fun she was like they asked me what my plans were for the night and asked me if i wanted to stay oh they're so and I, friendly she was like i told him i couldn't because i was at work they were like well have a shot on us and she was like no i can't i'm at work and they're like i am driving and <laughs> so and i mean um She was like, it looks like so much fun. I was like, all right, we'll be there spring break if I'm still going to go. Yeah, they're
1: like, man, they're extremely nice. They're extremely nice people. Welcome to me, for sure.
0: Well, that's good. I'm glad you had um, a good experience. Speaking of drag queens, who's your song of the week by?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was kind of thinking a way to get into that. So I was going to say, speaking of that, but um, so mine's going to be by Sir Elton John. And it's going to be Rocket Man, and that's going to be kind of in lieu of his upcoming production, self-titled Rocket Man. So, um, I've always liked Elton John. Uh, a lot of his music resonates with me, and I, I chose Rocket Man particularly because I'm, I like space a lot, and one of these days, I want to visit it. So, <laughs> let's go ahead, and we're going to take a listen to Rocket Man.
0: You wait. You just said you like Rocket Man because you like space.
1: Well, I said I picked I this. I love that. I picked this one because of that, and it just has like an entire story through it. Because I was like thinking, I was like, man, I would love to go to Mars, but then how would I raise my kids on Mars? You know.
0: I love that. Well, here's a snippet of Rocketman. Man.
1: Yeah, it's also um, on his YouTube page. They have like a music video too. It's actually really, really good, really interesting, really fun to watch. So. It's
0: yeah. I was just reading about it. It's um, it's an Iranian filmmaker and refugee Mahid Adin, um, and he reimagined it to tell a um, story of adventure, loneliness, and hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like. They posted it, um, the cut posted it, I guess, and Elton John put it on his official, mm-hmm. on his official YouTube as the official music video. There you go. So I think that's really cool. Also, um, if you're going to be in Tennessee in October, he'll be there, and I guess he'll be in New York, Man, and I New would Jersey. Love, I March. would love
1: to watch Elton John. I would love to see him live. Hey, hey if you're listening to this... You, and tell him to come to Texas.
0: <laughs> Elton, come to Austin. They would love you. It's a pretty weird place, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I, uh, I like Elton John. He does have a new movie coming out in a little bit. The preview just came out not too long ago. So, well, And it is also
1: titled Rocket Man. Yeah, exactly. And if you didn't know about that flick, um, it's uh, actually directed by... Elton John and he chose the uh, lead, or he chose Iggsy, the actor of Igzie from uh, from the Kingsman. Kingsman, yes, yes. And um, they were together in Golden Circle because El- Elton John was on the Golden Circle, and that's where they met. And uh, so I, I'm assuming that's where it all started. And a couple of years later, here we go. He's going to be Elton that's John. That's Iggy?
0: Yeah, that's not um, what's his name? Oh, sorry, I can't. It's like. Territon.
1: Uh I, I cannot remember his name off the top of my head, but um, I do know that he actually ended up performing at Elton John's uh, after party of the Oscars. And he he I believe he performed Tiny Dancer. So I mean
0: Yeah, that's like the it's Taryn Egerton. Yeah. Yeah, Iggsy. Okay, that's what Iggy from the movies. Yeah, yep. he you know what I know him from? Mm. Um this is gonna sound kind of bad, but I know him from the movie Sing, because he plays. Oh yeah, he, he plays was... the gorilla and he sings. I'm still standing. I'm
1: still standing. Yeah, see, I knew him. I mean, I knew him from uh, the Kingsman because that's. I mean, that's just my kind of flick. Yeah, I. I love <laughs> but, but I the did. First I movie. do enjoy a lot of musicals. I do enjoy Sing. It was really good. I mean, we just had the Oscars going on, and I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody won some. I know. Um, the uh, uh, Starsborn Stars one, so I mean, we still have, a, have not seen. Yeah, me neither. But February twenty eighth, it's going to be showing uh, here at Tarleton, so I might swing by and I check wanna it out. I want to go then.
0: too if I'm not at work, which I'll probably be at work, but because
1: they'll be showing it in the atrium, so I might I might go for the planetarium. Sorry, eight. so I might check it out. If you are on then.
0: campus, then go check it out.
1: But Bohemian Rhapsody, if you haven't seen it, is phenomenal, and I like I like seeing a lot of the music. In these movies, I like these Me biopics, too. like the background and showing how they get down to it. Biopics. I say bi- <laughs> you
0: I said biopic? I biopic. Yeah. No. <laughs> like bionic. I don't know. That's cute. I love that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. Well, now, see, now I lost my train of thought. Thanks. Anyway. Um, I I thoroughly enjoy these kind of where you can see the background to their music. It's very enjoyable to me. You can kind of (laughs) see the background of their production of it, and kind of just see the struggles that they kind of went through together. I mean, we saw their Bohemian Rhapsody, self-titled Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, uh, just the difficulty that they had getting that on the air.
0: Yeah, I like that because our gener—I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Our generation, like, kind of we identify yeah, with generation this, you're right what, <laughs> our we identify with this music a little bit differently because it's like something like we grew up listening to it but because our parents were playing it mm-hmm. because they Like, it was coming out when they were growing up. And so it's, like, they knew, like, our parents knew Queen. They knew Queen when they were, like, making new music and things like that. And we know, like, these Queen songs. And so it's kind of cool for us to be able to, like, watch this movie and, like, learn the background of it, history for ourselves. And then our parents kind of get to, like, relive that, you know? Yeah.
1: And I, I also think that's, like, a big thing. And, like, that's why I'm a huge fan of classic rock. I mean, just thinking about all those, like, family trips, like, just driving with my parents, That's what we listen to. And so that's what I I just, I have a love and a respect for classical rock.
0: I I do too.
1: I mean, just. ah.
0: I do too for classic rock and then like Mm R&B and like 2000s pop and like things like that. Just because like there's so much like, I don't know, like listening to that just like takes me back to those times. And
1: a lot of people like, I don't like the country music now. So they don't think I like country, but that's not true. I like old country. I like the country that my parents played when I was a kid.
0: Well, see, yeah, and I think that, like, there's a difference between country and country pop because I would argue that Casey Musgraves Mm -hmm. is, like, like, her her past albums have been country, but I think that Golden Hour is more country pop, but I'm into it. See, but here's the thing with country
1: (laughs) music, and it makes me mad because country tries to claim Elvis and Johnny Cash as country singers, and I'm sorry. The bad boy of rock and roll and the king of rock and roll I will consider rock until the day I die. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I think that I would have to agree with you.
1: But everybody would say, "Oh no, he's definitely country." I'm like, "You can't have the name Bad Boy of Rock and Roll and the King of Rock and Roll and not be a rock and roll." Artist. It's like saying Michael Jackson ain't pop.
0: Exactly. I yeah, I think that there's like, "Oh, this is Oh, he's is not pop. The...
1: He's a uh, hip hop, R&B, soul, blues.
0: Yeah. Oh, what? But... <laughs> I think one of the um one of the best things about music is that it's it's really hard to say, like, what's technically rap, what's technically well, yeah. pop, what's technically rock. Like, music transcends boundaries. And, I and, love that about it.
1: And I getting to this now, like this point now, a lot of the music that I listen to... When I was a uh, quote unquote edgy teen or whatever. Yes. Uh, I love that. It's now it's now considered like classic rock. Metallica is now considered classic rock because it's been along or it's been around for so long. Um so Nirvana's getting close to that point where he's about to be classic rock. And it's just like uh, I, I don't know. It's 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 very interesting to see it transform, but it's just like, man, it's like that's not the classic rock I remember. Yeah,
0: it's like <laughs> Well, and that's the thing. Like classic, the term itself, classic, like, is kind of a generational thing. Yeah, so it's exactly. like, as a new generation enters, and like we learned in class, like a generation is like thirty three years. Yeah.
1: So, so when our like kids, or maybe even our grandkids, or they're gonna wake up, have their vintage UGG boots on, listening mm-hmm. to Taylor po- or Can Taylor you? Swift, thinking I was born in the wrong generation.
0: Oh. <laughs> <come> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Like, are like, I'm thinking about like my grandkids right now, listening to Justin Bieber. And just be like, ugh, I wish I was born when he like, like Justin Bieber's kids like yeah. are gonna be adults and they're gonna be like, ugh, I wish I was born. I was so born in the wrong generation. I was supposed to be born in the 2000s.
1: Because I mean, let's be honest. Like, I would have loved Queen to see Queen live, the full Queen band, not yeah. just. Uh, I think they only have one or two surviving members, and Adam Lambert was their um was their front man. I was like. I want to see the real Queen. I would give a lot to see that. I want to see Genesis. There's a lot of different bands I would love to see, but you know,
0: Oasis. Oh,
1: just there's... it's just not my generation.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I I think um, oh man, music has changed so much.
1: We might have missed like the whole Woodstocks and everything, but now we got like Coachella. We got all kinds of. It's yeah. just, it's kind of evolved, like on how our festivals are now.
0: Pretty much, yeah.
1: So I mean, that's the fun thing about music. It's ever it's ever changing, ever evolving. So
0: very true. <laughs> Well, I also have a song of the week. Oh, yeah. What is your song of the week? (laughs) We're almost halfway through the podcast, and I haven't even done my song of the week yet. (laughs) Yikes. We got um, a lot of our news, though, isn't going to take too long. We got uh, one sports story that we'll have to be very careful with our wording. If you guys didn't know, our podcast is on the radio now. We're on uh, 100.7 kxtr The Planet um that's right saturday Also,
1: stream it live on ksdr.com and tune in radio like literally any like yeah
0: yeah. anywhere that you can find a podcast or any uh where that you can find a radio station uh let's see and on the station it's from 10 to 11 on saturday nights Mm -hmm. well my song of the week is called sue me i've been on a i don't know i like sabrina carpenter Uh, she was in she's been in a lot of like she started off at Disney Channel of course but it wasn't like she hasn't had her like Miley Cyrus glow up or whatever (laughs) um she was on the show you remember Boy Meets World yes Okay. so you remember they had um, Girl Meets World and it was about Mm -hmm. so they had they did a revival and it was Girl Meets World and it was Cory and Topanga's daughter
1: See, I, I knew of Boy Meets World. I never really like. <laughs> I didn't really watch it. None, but so is it like s- pretty? It was it a continuation or just a rework?
0: Um, it was pretty much like they, it was their daughter. Okay. well, it was about them raising their ki- their children. Okay, because they have uh, a son and a daughter, and then Sabrina Carpenter played the daughter's best friend, mm-hmm. and so she was on that show. She was on Sophia the First which was another Disney channel. I think that was Disney Junior. It was a cartoon the about, first. she was like the first, I think Latino princess. Okay. so, um, and then she was in the movie, the hate you give, which came out, um, late 2018.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think of like um, the Disney movies that I watched as a, I think we had the first,
0: it's an animated movie. Oh, okay. I was like, we had so, the first kid. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, so she's come out with a lot of music lately. Um, And most of it's pretty good. I like it. She's 19 years old. um, Very young. But here is Sumi. So there's sue me by sabrina carpenter i don't know i just think it's funny and catchy a lot of my songs like i said a lot of songs i like are funny whatever but Plus,
1: you might actually end up having to sue somebody so. yeah
0: yeah <laughs> didn't actually put two and two together to make four <laughs> that's
1: why i thought you picked that song <laughs> no
0: <laughs> no it's not my mom said i was on the phone with my mom yesterday and she was like she was like She's like, I know it's stressful, but there's nothing you can really do right now. And if you and if you let it, it'll drive you crazy. And I was like, Mom, please don't say driving right now.
1: <laughs>
0: I said, I am triggered. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, let's get on to our music news. All right, yet. we're
1: gonna start up. We got a little bit on the update on Twenty One Savage, R. Kelly, and Takashi Six Nine. We got a little bit on Eminem and a little bit on Offset, so let's go get into it. I'm gonna go ahead and get in with Eminem. I don't know if anybody out here likes Eminem. My
0: name
1: or anything. is Eminem. <laughs> I <laughs> Eminem, will... <laughs> Eminem, she used to call me Eminem. Eminem, and Eminem, <laughs> Eminem.
0: Eminem, Eminem. I like Eminem. Um, I mean, I prefer like... Slim
1: Shady myself. Um, <sighs> but the, the 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 white guy from D12 ain't too bad either.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I prefer that white guy from D12. <laughs> well, Eminem is mm, reissuing. Actually, hold on. I take that back. Marshall Mathers.
1: See, I'm more of a B-Rabbit fan, but you know, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> back and forth.
1: <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and start it. To, well, Eminem is reissuing the Slim Shady LP with bonus tracks. So Eminem has reissued that Slim Shady LP to mark its 20th anniversary, and it comes complete with a selection of bonus tracks. And it's from... From the Vault, M wrote on Twitter that reissue of Slim Shady LP Expanded Edition is now streaming for the first time for the 20th anniversary. Happy birthday, Shady. As previously mentioned, fans can enjoy a selection of the tracks that previously failed to make the cut, including "Hazardeth Youth, Acapella, it gets you mad, and one of my favorite on this list is Bad Guys Always Die, and that's from taken from the Wild Wild West soundtrack, and several versions of Guilty Conscious featuring Dr. Dre. The anniversary came on the same week that the Eminem reignited the long-running beef between himself and Machine Gun Kelly when fans in Brisbane repeatedly asked Eminem to perform Kill Shot, on which the star rapped about his rival, I'd Rather Be an 80-Year-Old Me Than a 20-Year-Old You. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, are we gonna see new, new beef? I don't know. Is we gonna see some new uh, diss tracks. I'm kind of curious. Let's we'll see how that goes. But I believe it's up to 30 songs is on this album. So I, I don't remember how many was on the original track. I want to say it was like 12 or 14 though. So yeah. So hey, that's a lot of new stuff to go listen to. And like I said, that uh, the bad guys always done. That's my personal favorite. That's one's getting put on because I personally really enjoyed wild wild west i don't know about y'all it's kind of a quirky comedy um well wild wild west <laughs> yeah <laughs> so right. so i mean that's music to my ears i don't know about y'all i'm pretty excited
0: yeah um i think i don't know Eminem. eminem, eminem um isn't as popular as it used to be so i don't Know what he's got to do to win? I don't want to say public trust back, but you know what I mean. Like a lot. I no, like no,
1: Kamikaze no. though.
0: No, no, no. I did too, but I think that like Eminem is like losing the younger fans. Well, because yeah, because
1: I mean, it's he just doesn't hit that target demographic, demographic anymore. anymore and yeah,
0: and I'm cool with that. So, a
1: bit, but I mean, that's just the kids. I still, I still, I still listen to it. I still affect it. Like, hey, so. Well, we got a little bit on Offset, and he swears off cheating on new Cardi B collab called Clout. So the rollout of Offset's debut solo album, Father of Four, was originally eyed for late 2018 as the release date, but it was in inexplicable delays, and the near destruction of his marriage to Cardi B became perhaps larger than the LP itself. So... February 22nd, though, the album had finally been released and is on it is Clout, a collaboration with Cardi that hasn't just an attack on fame chasers, but it also contains a key line where Offset says he'll never step out on Cardi again. See, me, like, it never should have been an issue to begin with, Yeah, but, you know, that's just me.
0: Exactly. So. Oh, you know what? (laughs) And later on, we will have another story about um, something that went down, a breakup that Mm. went down. with some cheating allegations, and we'll we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit for a little bit.
1: Well, this all goes to say that Clout finds that two uniting in the face of enemies and threats, and on the song, the two call out those who want attention and do anything to get it. The chorus literally screams, they do anything for Clout, they do anything for Clout. Over and over, Uh, Offset then takes time to shout out to his wife and the gift-giving abilities, I bought her the Lambo, she bought me the Wraith. This most interesting and perhaps the most telling line, though, is when he assures Cardi and listeners by extension that he is staying away from this distraction. He says, Shorty, DM me. I'm straight. I'm not going to bite on the bait. He raps confidently. So Cardi B joins afterwards for a slick talking verse that doesn't call anyone out, but lets everyone know that she's accepting all challengers and say they know I'm the bomb. They ticking me off, saying anything to get a response. I know what they mean. Traffic is low. She spits with puddles of acid foaming on the ground in front of her. She wrestles her attention away from offset with her venomous burst, creating one of the album's strongest points. So, I mean, we've already talked about Cardi. Like, she, she doesn't just talk the talk. She's about it. 100%. So, I mean... <laughs> I don't... That's that's another thing. I don't know why he would have uh, wanted to go against somebody like that in the first place. Like, why would you even try to step on her toes? But, you know what I'm saying? They're back together. And that was after, like, the big upstage that she seemed really, really not happy about when he had that big upstage with all the roses saying, Cardi, take me back. So, um... Yeah. Took a couple months, but it looks like uh, they're trying to... They're back together, trying to get it, keep everything good, so... Well, I wish them the best.
0: Well, okay, so then let's talk about this next story um, with cheaters and how that went bad. Because, I mean, it's not really music related, but whatever. Mm. Khloe Kardashian and Tristan uh, Thompson. um, If y'all don't know, Khloe Kardashian. You're living under a rock. She's a Kardashian. Wait, who's she? (laughs) Yeah, okay.
1: She's the youngest though, right? No. Okay, for she, somebody well, yes. who does not keep yes. up with the Kardashians. She
0: is the youngest Kardashian because it's Chloe. No, no, no. It's Courtney, Kim, Chloe, And then there's Kendall and Kylie. They all have K names. But those are Jenners. But those are Jenners, okay. yes. So uh, basically um, what happened over the weekend is that um, uh, Tristan Thompson – Um, there was, so here's the thing though, there was cheating allegations about him months ago, right before Chloe went into labor with her and Tristan's baby. She said, whatever, took him back.
1: Well, probably, I mean, because she's having this baby, you know? You kind of want to like, hey, like try to keep it working, I guess.
0: So now allegations have come out. Um, evidently he came home for Valentine's day (sighs) and then a couple days later, um, he was spotted at a club with jordan woods now jordan woods is kylie's best friend okay. kylie being the littlest the youngest yeah. sister um so basically tristan and jordan hooked up Ugh. and so now she's like calling she's like done calling it quits and here's the thing everyone's like like boycotting jordan and all this and all that and calling her a wrecker and stuff and here's the thing i agree i do not think like 100 that's your that's your best friend's sisters. Yeah, that's boyfriend ridiculous. Baby daddy. Like, yeah, you 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 should know that that's off limits. But also, let's get on Tristan for a second because number 1,
1: I'm tired of all these guys making us look bad.
0: Well, yeah, but here's Stop the thing. It. It's not it's making y'all look bad, but everyone trashes the woman and I, I agree that Jordan should get some flack. Yeah, but also, come on now, let's give Tristan some flack.
1: Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. That's a 50-50 blame he's, on both sides. Like he's
0: the one who, and and here's the thing. Here's the other thing. Like when him and Chloe got together, I think I'm pretty sure he had a fiance who was pregnant, who oh, so he God. left for Chloe. Then so Chloe she got. Seen pre- pre- the, she, it's a cycle. Geez, I'm she starting to seen think this coming. Man. I'm starting to think Chloe's pregnant again, and that's why he cheated. Like because that's what he does. And so, like, he left his fiance, his pregnant fiance, for Chloe, yep. who done cheated on, and and then he cheated on Chloe while she was pregnant, so, and then he done cheated on Chloe again. And I'm like, I don't. Yes, you know what? We're gonna give Jordan crap because she shouldn't have done that. You know, that was basically family to her, and and she did one of the worst things that you could do to families. You know, dis, disrespect their trust, but also. This man is trash. Yeah. Straight I, up trash. I
1: would say, I say most of the flack should go to him simply because, I mean, in the end it's his choice, um, regardless.
0: Yeah. And like, I, you know, I, I do feel bad for her because no one should have to go through with that, but also the sons are there. And so it's like, uh, she, I mean, I don't out of s- all
1: people, like you didn't think that was going to come, like that's the, du- eh.
0: yeah, I don't want to uh, say once a cheater, always a cheater because I guess everyone can change, it's, but like mm. if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck,
1: See, okay, so this makes sense, because I, I kept seeing on, like, Twitter or something, they were, like, saying that Chloe was going to be on The on the Bachelorette or something. Or something. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and I was they were like, joking was about was her like, being huh? on The
0: Bachelor, but, like, you know, so... so
1: no, I did not actually uh, know about that story, so... Yeah, uh, so
0: that happened over I'm, the weekend, and they're done now. Also, Jordan, like, she had, like, a Kylie line, like, she had, like, her own, um, like... Item on Kylie's line, and like they slashed the prices for that Gee, in half. Gosh. People are like leaving <laughs> reviews on her eyelashes, saying that these are the worst eyelashes ever. Oh my! Goodness. And she's a home wrecker and all this stuff. And I'm like,
1: okay, but look, look, look! look. That's all personal stuff. You gotta take that exactly. away from exactly when it comes man. to business.
0: Like, I might just get a pair because they're yeah. so cheap right now.
1: Yeah, I might just get a couple. You see, it could might be a little. They could be make. See, here's the thing putting them all on sale. Just people like you, they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to get them. And they're like, wow, this stuff's actually really good. And then they're going to want to buy it. So they're kind of sharing themselves there. But hey. Exactly.
0: Yeah, uh, hey, right. That is not my job. Yeah,
1: that's not my job. Like that's say, hey, like personal things should be taken out. Like, shouldn't we go to business unless it's like something like we'll get into in exactly. sports news. Yeah, yeah. that's something. Mm.
0: Yeah. So God. what else you got? So I'm saying
1: like every story about guys in this and this one, except for Eminem, they're all trash. But like my <sighs> stories are good news. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to give us a little bit of our update on 21 Savage. Is that
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
1: All right. So 21 Savage is a hometown hero in Atlanta where the hip hop community rallies against his deportation. And we kind of talked about it last uh, last week on our podcast. He had he that he had applied for that U visa that he was get he got out finally was able to get out um, without having to post a bell or anything or, or because of all the public uh, pressure on ICE. So he's back. So he's been back for about, what, a week and a half now? Yeah,
0: yeah just about. And he's
1: been very vocal, been very out and about. But to many of the city's large and influential hip-hop scene, 21 Savage is a hometown hero. The 26-year-old rapper, whose second album debuted atop the Billboard 200 in December, has used this as burgeoning for fame to help his community. Hosting back-to-school drives in East Atlanta, for example, and teaming up with Puma for the Halloween party for kids at South DeKalb Mall. Now, fellow Atlanta artists, activists, and fans say it's their turn to help him. The rapper, who was born in London as Shia Bin Abraham Joseph, and brought to the United States as a child, was arrested by U.S. immigrants and custom enforcements on February 3rd and is now facing deportation. I says he is living in the United States illegally, which we know, I mean, technically is true as of right now. However, some of Atlanta's big hip-hop artists, including T.I., Offset and Killer Mike are posting photos with the rapper on Instagram and pressing the government to allow him to stay. And fans and activists has also rallied on his behalf. So Killer Mike, born Michael Santiago Render, called Abraham Joseph an economic plus to the local community. 21 Savage is a fine young man, and he is an excellent example for young people in Atlanta and beyond, he told USA Today. I support him and I want him to stay in the country and as long as he can be called home. Um, I spokesperson Brian Cox said Abraham Joseph entered the United States legally in July, 2005, but his visa expired July, 2006. And Cox said that the rapper was convicted on felony drug charges in October, 2014 in Fulton County, Georgia. So Abraham Joseph's attorney says that conviction was vacated and sealed in 2018. And he also then goes to say that the rapper had never ha- hid his immigration status from the U.S. government, and he also applied for that U visa in 2017 as a victim of a crime. He then declined to release the details of the crime, but he said that 21 Savage grew up in a poor and rough neighborhood amid violence and gangs. So we get a little bit more information on that, but it seems like they're not ready to break the whole story on what made him go for that U visa.
0: Yeah, that, and I think we, we talked... Pretty lengthy about immigration Mm -hmm. last time, and I wanna. I think that Twenty One Savage is a testament to positive, like positive immigration. Because the thing is, is he came here and he didn't just become just a just a random rapper. Like he became a big rapper, and then he gave back. Put a lot into his yes. Like he, to me, he's trying to live his American dream. So, and he's not only like being a productive member of society it's being a productive member of society while also contributing to mm-hmm. giving back to society yeah. so to me there's nothing but positives from him and this is before he got arrested so
1: and i'm going to end out on the story saying with the last quote from his uh, attorney saying he is truly one of those guys with that had his heart in the right place but came from a very difficult background we think that his support has had a massive impact on moving his hearing forward and showing ICE that immigrants are supported by the hip hop community.
0: So there we go. I think, um, and he's an immigrant, mm-hmm. which is just weird to like think about because, like, you know, no, always think of Atlanta rapper. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, He is he is one of the immigrant stories that one of the most positive immigrant stories that I think I've heard. Yeah, he did, you know, have a drug charge indictment. um, But, you know, he's worked through that and he's done nothing but give back to his community. So I, you know, I'm hoping that he gets to stay.
1: Mm -hmm. And like I said, we'll keep you up to date as we find out more news on that. We'll give you a little week to week update on what's going on that. Do we have any more uh, weekly updates?
0: Yes, we have about three. Um, two of those being some music stories, one being a <laughs> <laughs> new, uh, sports. Um, we're we're going to end on a good note, though. So, I mean, not necessarily now, I guess. I mean, Lance will probably think this is a good note. Um, rapper Six 69 also known as Daniel Hernandez, might not get nearly as much jail time as was originally reported. Remember, weren't they saying we like talked about 47 that. years? Because then he'd be 69. Mm. When got a According to TMZ, because he cooperated with investigators, he might get a lesser sentence with the possibility of witness protection. I think we talked last week mm. that there was talks of him maybe going into witness protection. Takashi pled guilty to nine felonies, including racketeering, conspiracy, firearms, offenses, and narcotics trafficking back in November. He also admitted that he hired someone to shoot rapper Chief Keeve. What? Yeah. we I talked about that a little bit on the He was facing a minimum of forty seven years in the possibility of a life sentence. Now it looks like the US attorney in the Southern District of New York has decided not to prosecute 6ix9ine for the crime set forth on count in counts one through nine because of his cooperation, which means he'll probably get fewer years behind bars the plea deal states per tmz should the defendant successfully cooperate the government agrees that it will file the time at the time of sentencing a motion for a sentence below any mandatory minimum
1: so like, like i said that can be as little as like a year so it's
0: unclear how many years he'll get but because sentencing isn't until next year but he's obviously at risk it If he gets out early, it's understood that the defendant's cooperation is likely to reveal the activities of individuals and that witness protection may be required at a later date. The plea deal reads, makes total sense, but as citizens of Twitter dutifully point out, how are you going to disguise someone with a literal 6-9 tattooed on their face?
1: We talked about this. It's it's not possible to hide that man. Not in this country.
0: Yeah, I really don't think he's going to be able to go into witness protection. Also, okay, it's... (laughs) I don't understand how he's going to get away with basically hiring a hitman. Because that's what he did.
1: Well, I mean, what they're hoping for is that if they can get enough information, they can get a lot bigger guys. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's in the legal system and that, it's you got to weigh it out. Would you rather take down, like, an entire, like, basically a drug cartel? Like a giant gang? Or would you just want to take down one dude, you know?
0: I mean... Yeah, I get I'm not saying it's
1: right. I'm just saying like I get it. Because he's not gonna he's not gonna tell you all that information willingly. You have to make a deal. He knows that, and that's why he's using that as his leverage.
0: Six nines it's like it's like the attorney said six nine, you're gonna spend like so many you're gonna spend pretty much the rest of your life. In jail and Six Nine had the nerve to be like <laughs> Stupid, I'm not gonna let you get the chance. Like, <laughs> but it's not wrong because it's true. Like, he's looking at no jail time right now. That's crazy to me. Chance of no jail time. Yeah, he's looking at the chance and no, a man, Charlemagne the God is going <laughs> I bet
1: he I bet he's not too happy with this. He's gonna literally eat mm. his
0: words. He's but like uh uh-uh. uh anyways. Um, We're going to end it on a high note, very high note, very happy note. We've been waiting for this news for so long. We promised that we'd report back on it. R. Kelly was still in jail Sunday afternoon after he failed to immediately produce the $100,000 in cash required to make bail. A judge in Chicago set Kelly's total bond at $1 million on Saturday, a day after he was indicted on 10 counts of aggravated sexual abuse against four victims, three of whom would have been underage at the time of the alleged crimes, according to prosecutors. His bond was set at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for each of the alleged victims in the case to leave police custody. He's required to pay ten percent of the total or a hundred thousand dollars that's that's standard like mm-hmm. you know when your bail your bail your bond is set for uh what is it your bond is set for um Whatever it is, yeah. So he had a hundred. He had a million dollar bond, and so for to make bail, you have to put up ten percent of See, that. Which
1: I never even knew that.
0: The so. mm-hmm. uh, Only reason I knew that was because my mom works for the sheriff's office, oh, okay. and I have an uncle that's a bail bondsman. So, <laughs> um, Steve uh, Steve Greenberg, trash Kelly's attorney, told reporters after Saturday's bail hearing that he was very happy with the bond and that it seemed fair and reasonable, given the allegations. But Greenberg said his client really doesn't have any money at this point due to mismanagement, hangers-on, and bad deals, or because he's trash.
1: Yeah.
0: The, I mean that. He added Kelly would immediately would ultimately be able to come up with $100,000. He's trying to get it together, Greenberg said. Like, he doesn't have it sitting in the bank. Illinois does not have bail bondsmen.
1: <laughs> Thank God.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. If I'm a bail bondsman, I'm not going to touch him. I wouldn't touch him with a 99-and-a-half-foot pole.
1: Except if you knew- You're that, a
0: mean one, R. Kelly.
1: Except if they knew he was going to not make his payments and be able to claim all of his stuff and take his royalties.
0: I mean, that would be a smart move, but also you just got to think about public perception on that one. Like, yeah. is that worth okay, like, but, looking like a But it's just like the lawyer.
1: It's just your job. It's the business. Yeah, I know. You got to take away your personal- We
0: had just talked about that. I know. I don't- yeah. I don't know if I could personally do it, but oh, I no. get what you're saying. Uh, I couldn't, but I could um,
1: understand why.
0: Yeah. Uh, the singer owes thousands in unpaid child support. God. I'm not surprised. Yeah, no. Um, but Kelly's money problems don't stop with this bail. According to court documents reviewed by CNN, Kelly owed more than $169,000 in unpaid child support to his <sighs> ex-wife as of February 6th. The court ordered Kelly to make a monthly payment of $20,000 and $20,833 on January 8th, 2009, but he failed to show up to that hearing. Oh, my God.
1: I don't understand how he's been running around for so long.
0: Me neither. To avoid being held in contempt of court, a judge ordered he pay $161,633 by March 6th. Well, there's a a very very high chance that he's not gonna do that because that's what two hundred and sixty one thousand dollars six hundred and thirty three cents that he would have to pay by then because well, you know he needs a hundred thousand to get
1: <laughs> to well, make a bail. Not only that, but there was the whole thing with his whole uh, studio that we had talked about, where he yeah. was getting dinged on like what seventy six thousand dollars on stuff that was out of code.
0: Oh yeah, and then okay, so. Uh, Greenberg told CNN his client does not have to pay the child support before getting out of prison, but which I mean that
1: makes sense because you yeah. can't make money when you're in prison.
0: Yeah, but you know March sixth is coming up; <laughs> it's like next week. So, uh, the state is trying to make him do that, or they were, but the judge said no. Also, it's one of those things that like you can actually go to you can go to jail for not paying your child oh, yeah. support. They're
1: starting to I've seen when it you, at the DMV like they go yes, to, they go to get yes. their ID updated or whatever, and, then, and they will take and there a cop will come and get you. And yeah. You right
0: there. Yeah. Exactly. You will not be able to legally get your license if you owe child support. I was
1: so confused. I, d- I didn't know what was going on You're until like my dad explained to me what was going on. I was like, "What
0: in the world? What yeah. did he do?" Which honestly, I'm for it. I'm about it. Yeah. You know, I understand that you like you need a vehicle to make money, and I'm sure there's an appeals process. But you know, like
1: now I think it like I do think a lot of the cases are unfair. But I do agree that
0: I mean, there could be.
1: I mean, typically I mean. The woman typically will get custody.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Typically the woman gets custody, and so it's like the man will have to pay for utilities and things. But I think also maybe...
1: Which I don't completely agree on, like, child support, if they're actively in their child's life and paying for things. Well, see, and
0: that's the thing. That's, like, that's the thing with child support, because my mom had to do child support. And Mm -hmm. the thing was, like, I would go with my dad on the weekends, and that's fine, but child support is mainly, like... Being able because it's different, like if you have split custody, mm-hmm. so like if you see your dad, ha- if you literally see your dad and stay with him half the week and see your mom and stay with her half the week, mm-hmm. then that's understandable. But it's like I think that child support is more like okay, you see the child like once a week, and yeah, then that like makes more sense. I pay the certain bills that provide for and stuff like yeah. that. So,
1: which I think, but, like, I think that also it should all that money should. Definitely Just go to the kid. But. Well,
0: see, and yeah, I get that because I used to think that too. But it's one of those things where, like, okay, if that money's going to me, then it's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be giving you money for bills, you money for things like
1: this. You know, no, I'm, I'm saying like, like it should go to help that kid. I'm not saying like, yeah, because I, I, I knew I, I disliked her, but I knew this. I had a coworker at one point, and um, she, she was on child support, and she would use it to get her nails done her hair well, and, see, and, and I, i'm just like come and on and i hate
0: that stereotype of it because most of it most of the time it's not that well i, I know that and yeah, I'm, yeah. Just saying, I'm just saying exactly <laughs> we know from what we see and experience and so yeah i, I get that
1: um but uh, yes i am f- definitely for them getting arrested for not helping not being a parent yeah, not not doing anything not providing yeah, exactly I'm sorry. am
0: yeah. um, The singer also faced eviction from his studio. He also risked eviction at his Chicago studio last month because he owes more than $166,000 in unpaid rent.
1: Thank God. He's going away, man.
0: Court documents show a judge signed an eviction order in January. Uh, the documents show Robert Kelly needed to move out before January 22nd, but he was still at the studio minutes before he turned himself in to police on Friday night. Uh, the eviction process began in July 2018 when his landlord um said that he defaulted on the lease by failing to pay more than a hundred than seventy nine thousand dollars in rent. The yes. back rent continued to pile up and the judge finally signed off on an eviction. So he ordered the second um in January he ordered the second floor um to be closed because it posed a fire hazard. And then they limited his use of the building between the hours of nine AM and nine PM um so uh, I'm just there's happy. he. Yeah, I'm glad that he's gone. He also owes Georgia Property Management Company more than thirty-one thousand dollars in past due rent payments for two homes in suburban Atlanta.
1: So put him away, make him claim bankruptcy to where he has to sell all of his royalties, so he gets ne- he never gets another dime for his money or, I, I mean, for his music. Please, I
0: 100% agree. I 100% agree. Um,
1: I would take that as collateral. Take exactly, exactly. Take everything.
0: Yeah, pretty much <laughs> and then our uh,
1: for a man who's taken so much from so many innocent young girls to get yeah, away take of all anything. of
0: his because see that's the thing it's like when stuff like this happens, it's like wow these these songs really do produce good memories for me and like I want to be able to listen to this music but it's like you know that you're funding yeah. an abuser but this case it would be no I'm like I said, funding the people that he cheat that's why I cheated. said
1: I want like to go into like a fund to where it's just like every month how all the royalties it gets Split up to all of his victims.
0: Yeah. I mean, that'd be a lot to split up, too. But, you know, there'd be a lot of money in it, so. Yeah.
1: I mean, I just, that's. mm.
0: I got you. (laughs) Our last story uh, has to do with the Patriots. You guys know that I'm the (laughs) biggest Patriots fan in the world. I can't stand them, but whatever. Bob, you like the Patriots.
1: Yeah, but, okay, so this has nothing to do with the players.
0: (laughs) It's very true, but I believe that corruption starts from the top. Uh, I really do, and I think this is, I don't know, this is just perfect. Okay, so maybe he was doing
1: all that, paying off all that, but I I still, you You cannot, I'm sorry, you cannot take away from the abilities of those athletes. No, no, no,
0: no, I'm I'm not doing that at all. I'm just saying shady character. And again...
1: Making its men look bad.
0: Yeah, exactly. Robert Kraft, if you don't know who that is, he is the former owner of the New England Thank Patriots. God. I'm pretty sure they he resigned already, but I'm not sure. No, I guess I'm pretty
1: sure that he already has a replacement put in.
0: I mean, yeah, I would. God, please. Uh, <laughs> the Dear New England Lord. Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, could be charged as early as Monday with soliciting prostitution, according to the state's attorney office in Palm Beach County. The 77-year-old billionaire is among more than 100 people linked to several central Florida day spas and massage parlors suspected of being used for prostitution and targeted by law enforcement during a months-long investigation into sex trafficking, which sex trafficking has been on the rise and is getting, um, more attention here lately, which I'm glad about. I'm glad it's getting more attention, um, Kraft visited the Orchards of Asia Day Spa in Jupiter, Florida twice, police said. Video footage shows him receiving paid acts in a room at the spa and surveillance video shows him being driven to the spa. Uh, Kraft faces two counts of soliciting someone to commit prostitution. Mike Edmondson, the state attorney spokesman, said the charges are second degree misdemeanors and generally carry no more than a 60 day sentence in jail. Uh, CNN affiliate W. BZ reported that a summons will be sent to Kraft ordering him to turn himself in. He's not expected to be arrested. His lawyers will likely contact the county You're attorney and make off. arrangements for him to come in to court in Florida and turn himself in. A spokesperson for Kraft has denied that he committed a crime. Jeez. We categorically deny that Mr. Kraft engaged in any illegal activity because it is judicial. Because it is a judicial matter, we will not be commenting further. The spokesperson said CNN legal analyst Paul Callan said the solic- solicitation charge often carries another punishment as well. They also have an interesting provision in Florida law that you have to complete 100 hours of community service and attend a prostitution and human trafficking awareness course.
1: Oh, man. I, I hope oh, they give him some really oh, bad man. tasks to do.
0: <laughs> we will handle this allegation in the same way we would handle any issue under the policy. We are seeking a full understanding of the facts while ensuring that we do not interfere with an ongoing law enforcement investigation. We will not. We will take appropriate action as warranted based on the facts.
1: See, okay, so to start out with this, I I thought he was still married, but uh, his wife died uh, a couple years ago.
0: So that gives him
1: so All right. Uh, well, I, 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 it makes it less terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But here's the uh. thing: this guy's a billionaire. He should be able to be able to hop on a plane anytime he wants. And here's the like like I know. I get, like, <sighs> trying to, I'm trying to think of a way, to, yeah, I'm trying here. to think of a way to say this. Well, I mean, in Nevada, it's legal. Yeah. You know, so he's a billionaire. I don't see why I can't jump on a plane and just, you know, go where it's legal. And then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious.
0: <laughs> well, uh, he has a partner.
1: Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. Well, then, Oh. Hmm.
0: a hot young model girlfriend.
1: Hey, I want to. Okay, like now I ain't saying she a gold digger, but you know, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, they probably have an arrangement or something because he's cheating on her. Oh,
1: like, oh, I just, dude. but here's the thing: like that is a very attractive young lady. Like, why? Why? Because
0: yeah. he has a beautiful heart.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. She's she's forty. Still, he's what seventy something.
0: Seventy seven. Oh, yeah, it's almost half his age. No, that's yeah, 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 exactly. Like, man, man. I don't know. I think uh, (laughs) I don't know what to say. Like, this is crazy to me. I also see.
1: Here's the thing. I know this happens a lot. Like, I know that there's a lot of sex workers, and I know sex. Sex work. Sex work is real work. I get that. Yeah, but it's also where it's legal. Like I said, Nevada.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Um, Also, they caught him on video, and then they denied it. So it's just like
1: deny videotapes. Oh, it was altered.
0: This this videotape is going to be shown in court, and I'm just thinking about the real uncomfortable day that some Uh, people are going to (laughs) have. But I mean, um...
1: (laughs) it's. Oh my yeah, it's
0: just. Uh, but didn't uh, go other
1: people caught as well? I know he wasn't the only one caught, though, right?
0: Yeah, they said there was, like, one was like a bunch so. of them, and yeah. I'm just like, dear God! Yeah, there was a lot of people. Um, and they're all typically a lot of wealthy just... people.
1: And again, I'm like, why don't you just go to Nevada? Yeah, like I'm sorry, like it's legal there.
0: Like he, um, let's see
1: you wouldn't be you wouldn't he would still be owner he wouldn't have all these allegations because it's like okay yeah he did that but it's might be wrong they might not agree with it but it's legal
0: i also think that it's funny that he's going to have to do community service oh yeah i hope
1: they give him the worst community service i hope
0: he actually does it
1: uh, probably going to pay it off i mean yeah i'm sure he could make a considerable donation
0: Per hour. If you want the gritty deeds, police say Kraft entered the spa that day about 4.25 p.m. and paid for services in cash at the front desk to an Asian female. He then was taken to a massage room where he undressed, laid on the massage bed completely nude and partially covered himself with a sheet. Soon after, two women came into the room and both began massaging him. After the encounter, Kraft gave both women cash. So... Jesus. I'm no mathematician, but I oh I'm Q plus no lawyer, two makes but I think you fourth. might be guilty. Um, after entering the spa, Kraft then was seen on video being escorted to a room inside the spa by a woman whom he hugged. Kraft then took all of his clothing, laid face up on the massage mm. table, and redacted. Oh, okay, hugging him again. The woman then fondled. <laughs> after their alleged sexual encounter which lasted less than 15 minutes the woman hey, helping it could be worse than like
1: the only last in a minute right
0: he gave the woman a hundred dollar bill plus at least one other unidentified bill so i mean he gave him a pretty good tip anyways yeah um uh go pets. jeez
1: man i'm
0: Man, the Patriots organization. See, here's the thing. It's I so all, hard to love them because almost, stuff like this. I almost feel bad for them because it's like well, something happens and it's like, oh, that's bad. And it's like you want to give them a break, but it's like. I mean, here's the thing. Like the <sighs> NFL
1: was like saying that they're going to do something. And I was like, man, look, it's the owner. Do not
0: <laughs> yeah, don't I, penalize the players. This is one of the things where it's like, like I said, I believe corruption starts at the top. But so, so no, no, so it's like one of those things that like. I don't even know, like all the scandals that have happened. It just makes me feel like, okay, it was probably him or he was involved. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to fl- blame Debla- deflate gate on Brady because, like, I don't know. That's but still... like, but I feel like Kraft probably had a hand in it. Like, he's just a shady guy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> getting uh, up.
1: man. But anyways i'm just glad we get right i'm glad we're rid of it get rid of him we'll see yeah I honestly
0: i mean he grew the company he bought it for like one 127 million dollars and i think he grew it to like a 3.7 billion dollar company yeah, that's what so. happens
1: when you have a dynasty like that i mean they got what, we'll talk about the dallas
0: cowboys it's not because of a dynasty it's just because we're america's team you either love us or you hate us jerry jones he, he grew us we're worth some billions but you know, we're not winning as much as I'd like us to. But anyways, that's uh, not, uh, at least topic not for, for the any... past thirty years. But this uh, is the topic for another um <laughs> other time. So but...
1: we'll keep you update with uh, all the music news that we got. Like I said, we'll try to see if we can get any more on the twenty one Savage. It looks like Tikashi might be a little uh might be another year until we get some more information on that, or at least in the sentencing part of it. And then, of course, hopefully R. Kelly goes away and stays away, please. (laughs) And we'll see what more development comes from that case. So make sure to stay tuned with us for next week's episode of Wave Wave the the Planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at ThePlanet107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.